Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Scoopy Radio in your earwaves. On the plane, on the train, everywhere you want to be. I am Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Scoop underscore B. Twitter, Scoop B. Snapchat, Scoop B. Subscribe to the Scoop B Radio Podcast. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitch App. Everywhere in between. King Philly. What's up, brother? You just know you're King Philly. You, you, you Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's only one king. What, what constitutes a king of Philly? I mean, number one, I've been a... Um, Relevant the longest. Okay, that's number one. Number two is um, you know, I, I first came out in like ninety seven, mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. I've been an independent artist, and um, if I walk outside right now, all the youngins are gonna be like, "Yay!" You feel what I'm saying? So, and then on top of that. All the up and coming young artists, I introduce them to the radio. Okay. All of them. Me coming from the New York region mm-hmm. um, and going to school in this area, I used to hear, Gilly's a bully, Gilly's a bully. How come he get played on the radio, but in other places, he doesn't get played? Can you, why is that that you get that uh, look uh, as an independent artist as opposed to? Someone who was maybe mainstream. Do you, do you subscribe to the theory that you're a bully? No. I, first of all, I've never been a bully in my life. I don't. I despise bullies. But the thing is, I don't start in trouble. It's just not in my nature. Sure. I've never started with anybody. But if you if you if you fuck with me, then it's open season. You know what I mean? Little Wayne dissed me. Gilly, I don't think you want to fuck with me. The gunner go buggedy buggedy. I never said nothing to Lil Wayne. Till that. Then when you diss me, it's like, okay, this is rap. This is battle. This is well, this is what people do. This is music. This is an art form. But then when I come back, it's like, yo, is it going to go to the next level? Like, it will, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, I, I've never been a bully. If anybody that know me 
it'll be like no Gilly one of the coolest dudes you sure. know what I'm saying he ain't uh, even with the youngins they got love and respect for me because when I see them I reach out to them before they even get a chance to reach out to me I could walk in the studio as a youngin and I'll be like yo youngin you hot man come in man I see what you doing out of they like who is Gilly but I'm embracing them you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, this is what you need to, to take your, your, your music to the next level, man. I think you should do this. I think you should do that. I think so. That's why I'm the king, because I'm the only one that really care about the youth. When when you when you, when you find when you say, okay, uh, how did such and such get to the radio? How did such and such get to the radio? How did such and such get to the radio? It would all come back to Gilly. You know why? Because Gilly is the one who got the business mind. Who say, okay, I'm going to know all the PDs that come through Philly. I'm going to know all the MDs that come through Philly. I'm going to know the mayor. I'm going to know the congressman. I'm a, so I'm connected in my city to where you know, anybody I need to get to, I can get to. So I just take my you know, relationships and try to help the youth out, try to help the younger ones out. Try to, you know what I mean? Sure. Hopefully they can go buy their mama a house. Scooby Radio in Philly with mm-hmm. the King of Philly, Gilly the Kid, talking all things uh, independent route, being a king. And I actually had two shows on Scooby Radio. And uh, in addition to asking him why bitch was his favorite word, mm-hmm. uh, he talked about the independent route. And mm-hmm. you see a lot of times today, <clears throat> you have people that think it's cool to be independent. Maybe 15, 20 years ago, everybody wanted to be signed. Everybody wanted to be on the label. You know what I mean? But, but even back then, 15. Years ago, Master P was showing y'all what it was. Jay Prince was showing y'all what it was. Tony Draper was showing y'all what it was. You feel what I'm saying? They was, they was young black men that were saying, we own our masters. This was, this what it's really about. We own our masters. Y'all just want a regular funky ass deal where y'all getting, oh, he go $400,000, he go $75,000 up front, oh, you got 13 points. Uh, regular label making all the money. Validation. It seems that that's what right. guys are looking for. My other yeah. body of work. Absolutely. Validation when you can validate your own self. I tell people all the time the only validation you should be wanting is parking. Absolutely. I like that he just gave me a million dollars worth of game right <laughs> Only validation you should want is pop. Gilly, that's a good one. You mentioned Little Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you listen to Carter Five? I did. What did you think? I wasn't that impressed. Why? I mean, I just didn't think it was there musically. I just, you know, he had a couple joints on there, but for the most part, Wayne gave you that slap. You feel me with? For the most part, all the way through, it's going to be, you sure. know what I mean? Just for me, there's no hate involved. I no. like Lil Wayne as an artist. I like him as a person. He's a cool little dude. You know what I mean? I just didn't, I, I didn't do nothing for me. When I look at today's rapper, um, I've heard people often say they have replaced um, pastors or leaders within the community because um, you're speaking words that they understand. You're speaking their gospel. Um, that being said, I, I look at people like Jadakiss, I look at people like Chris and Neve, more so Neve, because I know Neve, and just people, their, their voices in their community. You on Instagram, and you're, I see you on live with Tootie often, mm-hmm. uh, just being silly and being yourself. When you look at rappers, do you see them as more than just lyricists? Do you see them as activists, and is that something that 
you have a passion to do. Um, I mean, I see them as artists, you know what I'm saying? And just as talented people just expressing their art form. You know what I mean? I think people put too much pressure on rappers to be this, to be that, to be, man, they just talented people, most of them from the ghetto, who found the talent that they got and they just try to hone in the, the best way they can to make, to make it a situation you know, from a, from a dark situation to a bright situation, you know what I'm saying? From a poverty standpoint to getting your family out of poverty. I don't think, like, me my kids listen to whatever music they want. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's all about parenting. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a street rapper. My kids look up to me. I done been shot. I've been locked up. I've been through a lot of shit in my life. But... My daughter's about to graduate college. I got a son that's a sophomore in college. I got a daughter that's 16. She's in the top five in her school, and she's talented and gifted, so she's not even in a class with the regular kids. She's in a separate class where it's just, oh, it's just us, because we're the, 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 the most intelligent ones in the school, so we just in a class sure. together. So at the end of the day, it's not about it's about the parenting, you know what I'm saying? It all started home, you know what I mean? The, the biggest role model to your kids should be the parents. Sure. You know what I'm saying? My kids will never respect no rapper, no <laughs> basketball player, no, you name them like they respect their dad. So, you know, I just feel as though the, the media, you know, and, and just be putting too much pressure on rappers to be, man, they just kids from the ghetto, man that's just trying to make a way out, most of us. You mentioned gifted and talented to segue perfectly through the alley-oop. Mm -hmm. I learned before we taped, I'm an alum of Eastern University, you play basketball across the street at community. At, oh, excuse me, Cabrini College. Absolutely. And, and just for the record, we used to whip Eastern's ass. <laughs> <laughs> just for the record, you hear me? But, um, what kind know, of player were you? Uh, First, I was a point guard, you know, um, I was a, a knockdown shooter, um, but I was more into getting everybody, I was an old school point guard, I'm more into getting everybody in, in the game first, you know what I'm saying, trying to get my players involved, trying to get my shooters good shots, you know what I'm saying, trying to get my big men easy layups. And then if it, if it came to a point where as though, you know, we were struggling, I could take the game over. How bad are we talking? Y'all used to whip these in the ass. Oh, we used to whip the. I'm talking about 109 that's 52. <laughs> we used to whip y'all. But I'll tell you one thing, though. We always used to sneak over on y'all campus, though. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did. Oh, so used to beat us and steal our women. Can't stand it. Used to have some nice women over there. <laughs> yeah, Scooby Radio talking all things Gilly. Listen, we talking basketball. Mm -hmm. um, Sixers. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons, first word that comes to mind. Um, exceptional. Why? Because, um, I mean, just look at him. He, he, he was a rookie last year. Well, yeah. I mean, okay, so, so let me ask you a question. So let me ask you a question. So, if, because you know I tried out for the Delaware Blue Coats. Yes. Right? Okay, so, so, suppose I get picked up by the Delaware Blue Coats, right? Right. 
Suppose I get a 10-day contract one day with the Sixers. Just hypothetically speaking, am I not a rookie because I'm 40 years old? No, you'd be like you'd be like Arvidas Sabonis. You'd just be an old ass rookie, right? When so, he came, he came like 35, 36. Right. So at the end of the day, why Ben Simmons can't be a twenty-one year old rookie? But he never played a game in the NBA. We sticking with that? I mean, that's the truth. So okay, so the preseason that don't count as 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 a as a playing a game in the NBA when he played. Remember, he played a preseason game, then he got hurt. I mean, that's the. That's preseason. Mm-hmm. There's people right now playing preseason that's not going to be in the NBA. Okay. Come start regular season. Okay. So I'm listening. We can agree with that, right? I, I didn't say I'm agreeing. I said I'm listening. Oh. So at the end of the day, <laughs> he, he didn't play in the NBA until last year. And then if you look, okay, even if that was his second year, the man averaged eight assists, eight rebounds. A steal, a block, and 16 points. Okay. That's not exceptional for, for a young player. So now if you look at a kid that's 21 years old, he do that. What's his projections when he's 25? Probably average a triple-double, right? He would, but let me, let me throw this to your way. Mm-hmm. If Ben Simmons wasn't named Rookie of the Year, who was deserving? Donovan Mitchell. I agree. Donovan Mitchell, then Jason Tatum. I agree. I think when you look at what Donovan Mitchell did and even put bringing out those T-shirts and hoodies with Adidas, mm-hmm. I think that's going to actually make him more hungrier. And I think in the long run, him being slighted is going to propel him whenever they those teams play each other once or twice a year. And I think they have some. I think the Utah Jazz have something to prove in but, their own. But even 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 so, he. He, he will never be better than Ben Simmons. You don't think so? Because the numbers will never add up. Okay. If, if they both play 15, 50, just say if they both play 15 years, Donovan Mitchell probably would be 20-something thousand points. Right. right. Ben Simmons would be 20-something thousand points. Donovan Mitchell might even have more points than Ben Simmons. But then the thing is, Ben Simmons is going to be 5,000 assists. Donovan Mitchell is going to be 1,900. Ben Simmons is going to be 5,000 rebounds. <laughs> what, 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 is, what, is, what is Donovan Mitchell going to be? Valid. Ben Simmons is going to be huh, 1,400 blocks. What is Donovan Mitchell going to be? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Ben Simmons shoot 54% from the field. <laughs> What is Donald Mitchell's you? <laughs> Forty-one. When you look, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm just. Who's a better defensive player? Simmons. <clears throat> now, uh, I'm just asking. So, how, how could you ever be better than Ben Simmons? I'm confused. Just like, how could Kobe Bryant ever be better than LeBron James? It's not possible. You came in the NBA. You was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. You averaged six points. LeBron, I came in the NBA. I was 18 years old. I averaged 20 points, five assists, five rebounds. You came in the NBA at 18 years old. You backed up Eddie Jones. If LeBron James would have came in the NBA in the 10th grade, 
he wouldn't have backed up Eddie Jones. <laughs> Temple's finest. And Eddie's my man. <laughs> Either LeBron would have been starting or they would have slid Eddie ass down to a different position. And which time I'm moving to the small forward yeah. or something. Or, yeah. or slide over to the... So at the end of the day, to me, that'd be the craziest comparison. When people can bear, compare Kobe Bryant to LeBron James, it's not even close. I think LeBron's impact started from the minute he stepped on the court. But right, then, then Kobe another was thing coached is, by Del Harris, and he had to adjust to you know Eddie Jones, Van Exel, and Kobe's Harris. a great player. Oh sure, I give him top five, maybe top ten, right? But at the end of the day, this is the difference right here. LeBron James never walked in a locker room ever in his life and put a Robin costume on. He always was Batman. Kobe Bryant was Robin. <laughs> Shaq was like, no, uh, Phil told me the no red costume over there is for you. Don't, don't you touch this black. You never touch this black outfit right here. You, I'm Batman. You Robin. It's, it's, you should win a championship when your big man got 47 points and 27 rebounds. <laughs> How do you lose? I'm confused. So at the end of the day, I hate when people compare Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. It's not even close. It's not. And then if if me and you average about the same amount of points for our career. I average more rebounds, more assists, more steals, more blocks. I shoot better from the field. Uh, my winning percentage is unbelievable. Um, I was on a team. We had the best record in the NBA. Only I left. We damn near broke a record for losses. Only I left. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I think when people make those Kobe and LeBron comparisons... I don't think they're fair, just like I think making Le- LeBron and Michael comparisons are unfair. Because in my mind, LeBron is more Oscar Robertson or Magic than he is Michael or Kobe. I think Kobe we just talking about as a player. Statistically. We just talking about as a player. You know what I mean? Because the bottom line is, if you took Kobe Bryant and you put him on that Cleveland team, they struggle to make the, the AFC. Because he's an alpha male, and because he's going to score, he's not going to distribute, get other right. guys involved in rebound. Right. Sure. Whereas, though, you put LeBron on that same team, and they won 63 <clears throat> games. Yeah. With Mo Williams and Wally Serbiak and... Was it Junior Right. Anderson Varejo. But did he leave, and they damn near break a record for losses. So if you put Kobe Bryant on that Cleveland team, they might not even make the playoffs. Gilly, what is preventing you? I feel like a lot of rappers are transitioning. Outspoken personalities, you're as colorful as they come. You see, you see Joe Budden making that transition. Are you in that transition? Are you, are you looking to do more television? Are you looking to be on uh, Fox Sports One with Shannon? And yeah, you, absolutely. So. What's stopping that process, or what's stopping you from making it happen? Well, I don't really think anything is stopping me. You know, I like, you know, I'm just, I just do me, and, and whatever comes my way comes my way. So, I, I never focus on nothing that I can't control. You know what I'm saying? And when I get to the point where 
they say, oh, we got to reach out to Gilly to get Gilly on the, on the show. Then that happens. Until that happens, I just stay down. I still do my music. I do my movies. I'm in the process. Of, I'm shooting a movie right now, a comedy called Grey's Aff. It'll be out early next year. So y'all be looking for that. You know, um, I got my podcast coming. I'm in the midst of uh, doing a TV show right now with me and my family. And I'm talking to pretty much every network out there that's interested in doing it. You know, it's just about me wanting to be able, like I said with the music, own your masters. Sure. You know, y'all can't call me because y'all love what I do, but then want me to sign on as talent. That don't make sense. I got to be the content provider. I'm already the content provider. Y'all calling me because y'all like my content. But then y'all want to say, oh, we want to put you on TV, but we want to take your content away and we want to tell you what to do. That don't make sense. Has Instagram made you younger? I don't think it's made me younger. It just, I, I, I always got a young spirit. You know what I mean? You're only as old as you feel. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm 40, but I feel 30. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, for me, it's, I don't think it's made me younger. It's just gave, given me a platform where as though I can really, because let's be for real, how many people in, in, in life has been through the journeys that I've been through? Sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a street kid that come right out of North Philadelphia. Single mom, raised by the streets, got a gang of homies, most of them been shot before. I've been shot before. I've, I've uh, been locked up with 82 pounds of weed. I've, but the flip side is I've been to college. I've been to Thailand. I went in January for 15 years. Ah, I believe it. <laughs> See? Uh, Japan. Right. Paris. Dubai. London. Dominican Republic, St. Croix, St. Thomas, Korea, you name it. So there's not too many people on planet Earth that have seen and done and experienced all the things that I have experienced in life. So I just feel as though it's, it's my duty to give these young kids the game. And the game meaning guidance, attention, motivation, and education. You feel what I'm saying? It's my duty to, to go around to the schools, talk to these kids, because if I could stop some of them from taking the same route on the negative side of things that I've done and concentrate their energies on something positive, then that's what I'm going to do. I asked Too Short on Scoopy Radio, why bitch was his favorite word? Mm-hmm. Why is right your favorite word? I mean, because um, it just goes so good with everything. You know what I mean? Like John. Right, like, you know, like, damn, sure you over here got a fat ass, right? Yo, Brian just gave him 52 last night, right? Didn't he kill them, right? You feel what I'm saying? Uh, man, I hope we get, I hope we get Zion Williamson with the first pick of the draft from here, right? Go with everything, man. <laughs> Do you remember where you picked that up from? Um, actually, actually, I just... Picked it up because I just used to say it all the time, right, 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 right. That's just was my regular slang. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we gotta go down here and see what, right? So when I said, okay, I said, you know what? I'm gonna start giving these these youngins some game. You know what I'm saying? I said, uh, then at the end of at the end of the game, 
I'm going to say right. Now, when I said that, do you think any of them out there or any of my homies was like, that's a great idea. No. That's going to work. So you're going to give people game, and then at the end, you won't scream, right? Yeah, I see that going very far. No. But at the end of the day, they don't got my vision. They don't see life through my eyes. I knew it was going to work. So, a couple of months, I don't know. I got to see what you talking about first. Really? Yeah. Then I did it. Oh, no, 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 that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that right there. So sometimes you just got to believe in yourself and, and, and have enough courage and be willing to fail. I'm willing to fail. You feel what I'm saying? When you're willing to fail, you, you don't matter. It's like, I'm going to do it regardless. And if it don't work, so what? I do something else. Last fall, Black Thought did his freestyle on Funkmaster Flex's mm -hmm. uh, freestyle. Uh, session at High 97. Uh, those who are mainstream know Black Thought, obviously, from Legend the House Band. Black Thought's a legend, man. When you heard that, did you think that was his best? Um, it's hard to say what's his best, you know what I mean? Because, uh, I mean, he's hot. He's, he's a legend. And I'm not trying to get you caught up. As a, as a lyricist yeah. yourself, I, I'm, I think, you know, he's a pro. What you thought? Did you think it was his best? I think he appeased the mainstream, but I think he was doing what we already knew he could do. I know that for me growing up, I like Jay. I like Jay since 94. I'm partial as hell. Mm -hmm. I know when I got to college and I was going to school up in the mainline, my roommate liked West Coast music, so I listened to Snoop and all them other guys. But I had a guy that cut my hair at my dorm. He introduced me to Philly Beijing. He introduced me how y'all do the arches. Mm -hmm. So he started talking about Black Thought. He talked about you. Mm -hmm. He talked about another guys. I was in school around the time when, you know, State Property was yeah, doing yeah, things. Yeah. So for me, that was my introduction to Philly, mm -hmm. other than Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And that's a different genre. That's right. mainstream, all right. respect to Will. Right. And so when I saw Black Thought, all the things that I learned while I was in my head cut about Black Thought, I was like, they caught up. He been hot. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so he, he always, Black Thought always been top 10 to me. Okay. You know what I mean? All like, time or Philly? All time. Okay. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, when you can do something that's not looked upon from the urban standpoint as being cool, you know what I'm saying? Like from an urban standpoint, the roots was never considered, oh, they cool. But the niggas was so dope that you had to accept them. It was like, well, they different, but them niggas is dope. You feel what I'm saying? They come with the live band. They, they might not be talking the street stuff that, you know, that Jay and a Biggie and a, a Nas and the, you know, because they from that era. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And even though they wasn't talking, because you, when urban America, they want to hear certain slangs, certain, uh, they want to hear about certain things. They want to hear about the cars. They want to hear about, urban America wants to hear about the life that they dream about living. You know what I'm saying? So, especially in that era, right now it's a little bit more different, but in that era, when Biggie came out, it was like, 
then you had the Tupacs, then you had the Nas, and you had the Jay-Zs, and then, then you had the Roots. And it was like, they ain't nothing like nobody. But, yeah, the white people love them, but the black people had to respect them. I think they were ahead of the, the Neptunes in time, more so. They were like Pharrell before Pharrell, you right. know what I mean? But, but Pharrell really came in, 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 Pharrell came in the game, though, more on the, the street aspect as Top far as the beats. And you know what I mean? Yeah. With Push and Grind and, you know, Nori. What, 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 what? Because that's around the time Neptunes really got hot. Mm-hmm. When he dropped that record with Nori, Nori was on fire. They come with that, what, 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 what? It just, just took off for him, you know what I'm saying? But for the Roots, the Roots was more on some. They, the Roots set the stage for people like Talib Kweli and the backpack rap, you know what I'm saying? To really have a lane. But because before the Roots, it was like, it was people that was out there, but they wasn't really taken seriously. You know what I'm saying? The Roots made you respect the backpack rapper seriously. Even till today, where a person like J. Cole is at the top of the game, he's some of what he do is very rootsish. You know what I mean? It's very roots-like. You know what I'm saying? It got, got great concepts. It is nothing about being flashy. It, you know what I'm saying? He's not all the way backpackish, but he's the backpacker. Sense of it, right? You feel what I'm saying? So. It even set set the stage for a guy like J. Cole who's running the game right now. If you could create your starting five of Philly lyricists, and I give you the six men, who would they be and why? Okay, if I could if I could start my Philly top five with the six men, with the six men, um, I would definitely have to say. I would have to definitely have to put a guy like EST in there, you know, because he, he, he was one of the people who was first to really get some light shined on the city of Philadelphia. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would have to put, okay, let me do an old school, right? Okay. I got to do, I got to put dudes like Schooly D because I'm, I'm a guy, I respect the people that come before me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not one of these new cats who don't understand that the people that come before you set the foundation for me to even be able to do what I'm doing. So, first and foremost, I gotta say the schoolie D's, the cool C's, the, the EST's, you know what I'm saying? I, I gotta put a, a Beanie Siegel in there. I would absolutely positively have to put myself in there and freeway and the last is meat bills. Why do people skip why do you, well let me ask you, why do you skip Will? Because he had a different class. No no no. Will was
would you say music wise will will is respected but you don't just you don't really look at Will Smith as a lyricist you know what I mean? you don't be like oh Will Smith was a, even though he was you should have seen the people dancing and shaking and moving and jumping and spinning and clapping while the beatbox was grooving and screaming and yelling and on the microphone I was going fresh rounds I was showing and people said you keep going so I continue to rock alright so he, he he could spit that you know what I'm saying then he got classic songs like Summertime and, but you never looked at Will Smith as a a lyricist like you know, he just a whole you know and I gotta put of course Black Ford in there. So yeah. I got seven, I'm sorry, but no. I I would feel disrespected if I left some and even some people like Robbie B and who I was I wasn't there to to witness him rap, but I heard the stories from guys like Cosmic Ken, guys like Charlie Mack. Robbie B was the first person, they say Robbie B was Gilly before Gilly. That's what everybody tell me. You know what I'm saying? Robbie B was Gilly before Gilly was fly. He talked that shit. He, you know what I'm saying? I never seen him. I was a kid, you know what I mean? So I never seen him, but even dudes like that, you know what I'm saying? I commend them dudes, and there might be a few people that I'm missing, you know what I'm saying? So I hope don't nobody see this and, and, and feel some type of way, but that's why I put Will in there. Because I feel like Will, to me, has that LL Cool J crossover. Right. LL rap, but I think LL's bars were, were tighter. Right. But at the same time, you know you have a hit record when the ladies rock with you. And when the ladies right. rock with you, you're able to transcend the act. And Will's music was more fun. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's why people probably didn't look at the lyricist sure. side of things because... You, you, it's more about having fun. It's about the energy. You know what I'm saying? Whereas though, the people I'm talking about was more about what they were saying. Sure. Records might not have been as big as Will Smith records, sure. but you know what I mean? You mentioned Beans. And I think um, when you look at Beans, I keep referencing Tushar. Tushar told me that he was in a studio. He had just finished recording uh, just a week ago. And he said that Beans had laid down tracks in the studio with Jay before he got there. And he said when he closed his eyes, he thought he was listening to Biggie. You know, Beans is, I'm going to keep it all the way real. Beans is one of the only people that I've ever been in a cypher with and he rapped. And I was like, God damn. Like, this is nice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is nice, nice. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, Beans is a different type of animal, you know what I'm saying? From especially a focus beanie seal. Focus beanie seal. Back when we was young, kids, youngins. You know what I mean? See, my thing was I had more charisma. You feel me? And I always looked apart. It's because I always understood your look as your hook. Hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when I walk into the room, even with now, even now when I walk into the room, all the young boys they even heard all stories about me, all that type of shit. But even when I walk into the room now, they like, okay, OG got the Versace's on. Okay, OG got the slim cut Hudson jeans on. Okay, OG got your t-shirt on. Alright, cool. Oh, he's still cool. <laughs> oh, he's still in the cool. You still in the cool. 
But they be looking to give, looking for a reason to thrash me. They be looking for a reason. Oh, here yeah, they ain't got it no more. Oh, here yeah, washed up. They be looking, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, the young guys, they whole vibe is all about, we're young. We're the new movie. We're, you niggas going to be old in a minute. That don't last too long. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So for me, it's about being able to change with the times, stay irrelevant. Like if I go on my DM right now, and I say, I got tens of thousands of DMs of people asking me for game. Like literally tens of thousands of people. You feel what I'm saying? So, and, and it's from the ages of 13 to 65. Gilly, I'm 62. I've been with my wife for 40 years. God damn, how could you want some game from me? You've been with your wife as long as I've been alive. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. But they want it because I tell them what, not what they want to hear. I tell them what they need to know. You know what I mean? I like to do this so I can show you. You feel what I'm saying? It's tens of thousands, bro. If I if I keep scrolling down like damn, <laughs> if I keep scrolling down, I'm not even at yesterday. <laughs> I just got the one day ago. You see how many DMs this is? Mm -hmm. Gilly, I need some game from you. Me and my ex broke up a while ago. I don't put their business out. No, it don't matter. I don't show their face. Gilly, me and my ex broke up a while ago, but we still fuck with each other. And he went and got another girlfriend. Now, I promised him I would always be here for him, but... Effing with him. Uh-huh. While he has a girlfriend, gets overwhelming, and he fights for me... When I talk him about leaving, I love him still. So what should I do? So what should she do? Okay, so hold on, let me read. Okay. Billy, I need some game from you. Me and my ex broke up a while ago. We still fuck with each other. He went and got another girlfriend. I promise I'll be, always be here for him. He has another girlfriend. It's overwhelming. He fights. I guess you want to say he fights with me when I talk to him about leaving. Okay. I love him still. Too. What should I do? Well, if you was his main chick, y'all split up. Now he got another main chick, but now you the side chick. You got some backwards. Mm. And you selling pussy in the gay bar. <laughs> it's never gonna work. How did you let him reverse the game on you and take you from a main chick to a side chick? How you go from the big piece of chicken to the corn on the cob? You hear this? I'm confused. You feel what I'm saying? You done let a nigga reverse you out of the game, trick your mind into taking you from his main chick to a side chick, and you cool with that? You are right with that? You was the, you was the steak at one time, now you cool with being the big potato? You hustling backwards, shorty. You got your mind fucked up. How do you love a man that much with though? You like, I was your main chick, but now you ain't got another girlfriend and I'm cool with being your side chick. Yeah. That's like, you know, you, 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 uh, you, you A-G-O-H. What's that? Acting goofy out here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up? Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, so at the end of the day, it's like you hustling back with me. How how could you? You supposed to feel some type of way. You you your soul supposed to mess with you. Like hold on, so I was your main chick. You left me alone. Went and got a girlfriend, and you think I'm gonna fuck with you? 
the weed machine. What, what, what the fuck you think is going on here? Instead, you like, well, no, I'll be your, I'll be your sides. No, no, baby, you deserve to be the sides. <laughs> Rightfully speaking, <laughs> where's your morals at? What you standing on out here? One leg? <laughs> that ain't got no balance to it. I can just go. You gonna fall over? Right? Right. Absolutely. I'm gonna let him say it. Right. <laughs> Two more questions. Absolutely. You mentioned Meek mm-hmm. in your top five, your amended top five with six men. Mm-hmm. What does Meek have to do to be either replace you as the king or y'all co king of Philadelphia? Let's see, it ain't even about, it's not even about, it's not even about, let, shout, Meek is a king in his own right. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Because let's be for real. Man, I salute me. Meek is from a different generation than me. You know what I'm saying? Meek is a person that he was going through some issues with 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 with, with a person up the radio. And I stepped in and helped him. You feel what I'm saying? I stepped in and said, yo, man, let's make this right, man. You know, he made a mistake. Then this this to go to show you how long ago this was. Because the person I was talking to, I said, man, he's 19 years old, man. I said, you got a son that's 13. I would like to think in six years, if your son made a mistake, a motherfucker would forgive him. He made a mistake. Forgive him. And the person forgave him. And right from there, he was right back on the radio, shit rolling. So at the end of the day, I salute me. Meek, Meek had his motherfucking generation from Philadelphia for about nine years now, eight years now. Maybe 10 years now. You feel what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, any young black minority, even the kid that's not a minority, come out of Philadelphia because there's no suburbs in Philadelphia. <laughs> this shit's all a jungle. So if you can make it out this jungle and feed your family and find a way to make life better for you and yours, I'll always salute you. You feel me? I didn't even put Meek in the top because of lyrics. Because Meek's flow is what does it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Meek got lyrics, but it's more of Meek's flow. I I know songs that's hot by Meek Mills and he ain't had to say nothing. Don't man in that my click. Oh my lady, that's my coon. All I gotta do is point and watch him pop you like balloon. Be my that's my he didn't say nothing right there. But it was the flow. You feel what I'm saying? So he know him as an artist. Yeah, he, he got records where he go in and he snap out and he be, but it's more about the flow with me than necessarily the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, the lyrics too, but his flow is exceptional. You feel what I'm saying? So of course I would be out of pocket if I didn't put him in there, but just, just on the simple fact of what he's done for Philadelphia as an artist alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What are your earliest recollections of Jay? And have you ever worked with Jay Z? Yes. Well, me and you know Jay Z tried to sign me. I remember. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you, you know, the thing, the thing with 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 with, uh, with Jay is, you know, Jay just a laid back, cool dude. You know what I mean? Dane was more of the outgoing. Like honestly, my relationship with Jay was. You know what I mean? It was cool. You know what I mean? Jamie didn't really, you know, was never extra or nothing. He just laid back, cool. You know what I'm saying? No, it's just that by the time they offered the paperwork, 
I had already signed with Schwab House. I had already got $150,000 sent to my account. Now you, you take a young kid from the ghetto, you put $150,000 in his account, then after a while he starts realizing $150,000 ain't no money. So now Jay-Z come with a contract where you're offering us one-tenth of that. It's like, no, buddy. No, 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 no. You feel what I'm saying? And it wasn't that person which is business. You know what I'm saying? I would I would always let it work with Hove. That's Hove. But at the end of the day, the business got to be right. That just at that point in time, the business wasn't right. So that's all it was. We're wrapping up Scoopy Raider. Before we get up out of here, Sixers fan, where do you see them in the East? Finals. Do they win? Absolutely. Against who? Golden State. And how many games? Five. MVP is who? Joel and B. You heard it first. Scoopy Radio. Right. We out. I hope we can come back to this clip a year from now. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop B Radio. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.